All right, Halloween weekend is, is upon it, us. You know, it's weird because Halloween's a Thursday, and if you were rounding up, then Halloween weekend should be next weekend. That's what I was wondering. Who decided that this was going to be Halloween weekend? Is well, it because you don't want the date? You don't want to do it in November? Is that the November, only reason? November, but also like it's kind of weird to celebrate a holiday after a holiday. Why? Because then you're already on to the next one. What's like the, the next one? You just kids, wait one day. You already trick or treated. You already did that. Like this is when the this is for adults. Yeah, but if there were people having like there are people if, having Halloween parties at their homes okay. on today or uh, yeah today on Friday, why can't they just have it the next day after Halloween? Because it's Halloween's different. It's like you can what say are you doing? I'm my mic fell. You can say like for Christmas. You like I still have family things sometimes after yeah. Christmas, but like you don't fully celebrate Christmas after Christmas. I think you're wrong. No, you're wrong. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. Oh, and if you're listening to this actually like on the right weekend. Right. Which today is uh, October 25th. For this full weekend, you can use iHeartRadio All Access. Free. Which is basically everything you get with iHeartRadio. So that's like the radio stations, the podcast, the on-demand channels, uh, live stations, playlists. Those are always free. Those are always free. But you get your on-demand music. So like what you would get on an iTunes or Apple Music or whatever it is. Yeah, whenever you search, like you can search a song and play it on demand. So it's free all weekend long for you to try it out. So you don't have to download songs off of LimeWire anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what people still do? Is that even a thing anymore? What did you use? Because originally it was Napster for music or file sharing, if you will. Uh, Napster, LimeWire, and Kazam. There was I had a Bear Share. And then at Rutgers, or Kazam was just Rutgers. There was one that no, was. Because I had Kazam. So there was one that you could only use at like on the Rutgers Wi-Fi, which is so effed. That, that was like a thing, which I bet they. No, could. it was like a school network. It makes sense. Uh, we would use DC plus plus. DC plus plus mm-hmm. that was like your school's network. Yeah, our school's illegal downloading network. Well, but here's the thing: it wasn't necessarily at the time. It wasn't called an illegal downloading network. It was just a server essentially that everybody could share files on. It sounds like super incestual. It's essentially like if I had a hard drive and all of us on the Carla Marie Anthony show were putting all of our files there. That women, that's had, what we do. Yeah, but if I had like all of my music there, and then you were looking through and like, oh, that's a cool song. I'm gonna take that, and then you put it on your computer. So was I file sharing? Were you what? Was I file sharing? Yeah. We're just sharing files. That's why so Napster like, that's was originally why just can, a file sharing platform. I downloaded so many cookies. Yeah. Cookies, malware, Trojans. So one time, we had a computer for a few years. It was Gateway 3000, which <laughs> sounds like a joke, but it was. And Is that I, the one with the, the, the cow? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, one day, was like, I need to clear out this computer. Because I was probably in high school at that point mm-hmm. and knew how to use the computer. And I was like, I'm cleaning this out. Like, my mom's got, who God knows what poems she's writing on here for baby showers. Like, all oh, kinds geez. of things. And I cleared out all the cookies and it wiped the whole computer. <laughs> so, that was fun. I don't even remember what we had to do. My, but. my uh, Uncle Nick used to, if he needed anything printed, because my Uncle Nick, like, didn't really grow up with computers. Right. And he had no interest when they came out of learning computers um he might still have a flip phone i don't know lucky he might um he used to call me and i was like 12 13 years old and he's the only person that calls me tony he'd be like tony yeah what's up nick uh start the computer i need you to do something for me because back then like a a computer would take like two three minutes to like boot up and all that and he had no patience for it so he would call me 
Um, he lived at my grandmother's house, which was still in the same town, like a seven-minute drive. But he would make sure that the computer was started before he showed up to my what house. What was he going to do? I would have to, like, print things for him, oh. like documents. My Uncle John made me do that, too. I had to write. I was, like, 13 years old, and my Uncle John was, like, dictating uh, a legal document he had to send. Hmm. He was, like, filing for something. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but something with banks and loans and whatnot. And I remember him, and he's got, like, my dad has a, not as bad as my dad's accent mm. or as thick. Um, but similarly, he has an accent. Sometimes he, like, switches words or right. vocabularies off. Um, and I remember, like, him dictating me things to write for this legal document. And there was at one point he stopped. He said, whatever I said, just make that sound very American <laughs> is essentially what he told me to do. That's funny. I think it's so weird that because of the generation, like, the time we were born. Yeah. We are good at computers. It's yeah. not that we are smart. No. We just had to use them. Like, my mom could probably dial a rotary phone, and I would be pretty slow at it right yeah. now. But it just sucks because, like, our parents are older, and, like, yeah, they can use computers, mm -hmm. but they still need help, and it's not their fault. My mom is pretty good. I don't think she really, I mean, like, unless it's, like, tech help, like, tech support. That's, that's different. But, like, they also, like, there's so many tricks and things that, like, they don't know you can do, like, a lot of shortcuts, stuff like that. But my mom can use Facebook way better than I can. Truth. My I don't know how to use Facebook anymore. My mom's farm on Farmville was <laughs> flourishing for the longest time. My mom was, she has three different Facebook accounts for Candy Crush. Yeah, or Candy Crush as well. Because I guess you can like send yourself points or invitate, something like that. So um, an like old restaurant with... that my dad used to own, my, both my parents owned it. Um, she still has that Facebook account. Then there's hers. I think she uses my dad's and then my dad's jewelry store. She uses all four of them, I believe, for Candy Crush. It's kind of like me with Instagram. Like, I have all these accounts. I mean, I have our show account, my account, my cat's account, the station account, and then I have other accounts of things I've just kind of saved. Randy the Eagle. Randy the Eagle is one. The Eagle, he's lived I have a, our studio. I have a Dirty Little Secret account. Right. It's just things that we, you don't want people, other people to take also. So, things like that. Like, I went for Side Hustlers. Nothing's posted there. I just don't want Side Hustlers podcast being taken by someone else. So, sometimes I'll use those to like my own picks. Well, yeah. That's like 10 extra likes. Um, did we ever talk about the Dirty Little Secret Instagram page? No. And the, the drama behind it? Go report it, everybody. No, no, no. It, it's a real person. So originally, a couple months ago, I was sitting there going, you know, with all of these other radio stations taking the idea of Dirty Little Secret and running with it, how do I make sure that we can still own it somehow and make sure that, like, we can distribute Sorry. the content and people know Dirty Little Secret came from here? And then I, I panicked, and I was like, what if someone gets Dirty Little Secret, like, on Instagram? I'm like, okay, let me do that right now. And this is, like, 1130 at night. So I start searching, and apparently someone had Dirty Little Secret on Instagram. For what? He's, I guess, a upcoming and up, or studying to be a plastic surgeon. And his, his account was terrible. It was, like, fish and one picture of him in school or something. Um, and I reached out, and I said, hey, man. Super random. I work for a radio station. We do a segment called Dirty Little Secret. Mm -hmm. uh, would you be interested in selling this account? And he was like, no, definitely not at all. I'm building a brand. I'm like, you have 100 followers, not building a brand. It should be like Dirty Little Surgeon. Like, that's way cooler. And but he, and then I was like, I guess he then came back. He was like, depends how much money you have. And he like 500 wanted, bucks. And I was, I, I think I did offer him 500. I was like, I get like 500 bucks. Um, he's like, no, your pockets have to be way deeper than that or something what like that. What a douchebag. Well, Sometimes I mean, plastic surgeons it. are dicks. <laughs> I mean, he does own it. It's his right to sell it for whatever the hell he I wants. I would never respond with that. I would respond with, sorry, it's just it means more to me than that. 
Not your pockets had to be deeper. It was something like that. I don't know what the exact terminology well, was, but you need way more money to buy it was what he was saying. I was like, as you said that, I thought, have we ever checked dirty little secret.com? Why would you say that if you didn't check it first? Well, I did. And? And it says, shh, at the top, dirty little secret, bringing light to the darkness. And then I start reading, unlocking the door to healing the shame caused by physical, emotional, sexual, child abuse, addictions, and mental illness. But it's under construction. Let's buy it. So I want to ask out. this woman how much, but I feel dirty buying well, a website. It's a. But if they're not using it and it's under construction, they clearly don't update it. It's not doing anybody any good. And how does it work? Like she has, oh, she's in Scottsdale. I can show up when I'm there. That's actually, I think they messed, They talked about it in your Side Hustlers podcast, but my friends at the Roosevelt's, the reason they are rsvlts.com is they came up with the name Roosevelt's. I don't know how Steve thought about it, but they're like, let's be the Roosevelt's. Right. And they reached out to a guy who just owns hundreds of domain names. And he wanted like $12,000 or something crazy. Was it $10,000? I think it was 10 or 15. Um, and they were like, uh, yeah, never mind, dude. Because they, they had no money at the time. Not in They dollars. literally were, were launching the company. So they just said, all right, we'll take the the and the vowels out. And we'll still call ourselves the Roosevelt yeah, on like the if site. If you Google, let me see what happens when you Google Roosevelt. I bet it comes up. Um, did you listen to my podcast with them? No. I don't think so. Why? I thought that was interesting that you knew that. They're my friends. That you knew, you said they mentioned it in your podcast. I said, I'm sure they did mention it in your oh. podcast. It comes up. I know their story. I was one of their first employees. All right. We don't need to hear your bragging. It's fine. Move on. Let's talk about my new house. Oh, okay. So I move, I, I close in like 10 days. That's nervous? wild. Uh, I'm not nervous. I'm just getting annoyed and like frustrated because. I want to like it to be perfect and ready by the time I move in. It's not possible. But I keep having to tell myself that I can't do that. What do you mean perfect and ready? You, like you want it to be furnished and everything when you yeah. move in? That's be- stupid. No, because I'm moving in 20 days after 20, 30, 25 days after I close. Oh, that's right. There is going to be some crossover between your apartment and your uh, townhouse. And I don't think that it's a home. Can we just go in my house? It's a townhouse. It's a house. In a town. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all townhouses. Yeah. Uh, It's a city house, technically. Yeah, true. Um, I just want to have my cute little pink couch. You're getting a pink couch? Lights pink, like very tan. So, like tan blush. So, if anyone knows. So, what color is it? Pink, tan, or blush? (laughs) Blush. So, if anyone wants to, like, help me find one, let me know. Because I saw one online, but I get nervous because they're not comfortable when you order online. You're saying no couch sold online is comfortable? I need to sit on it. Is that what you're saying? I need to sit on it. So go where? They don't have a store anywhere? Who? The place that you're buying the couch from. No. What place is it? Wayfair. Oh, but doesn't Wayfair sometimes, like, you don't really know what you're getting? Yeah. Because I ordered Sam, uh, producer Sam from Elvis' show, a a gift one time. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to, it looked like this really cool um, elephant that you could put, hang jewelry on. Yeah. And when it came in, it was like a miniature elephant that you put like one ring on. This was not to scale of what yeah, I, I thought know. I ordered. I, I have ordered, a good website though. I have all my plates and stuff from there, and they're amazing. Um, but and this heard, is where we tell you that the podcast today is brought to you by our friends at Wayfair. That's why I'm not going to say bad things. No. Well, continue. Well, I was going to say <laughs> I've heard sometimes they don't ship pieces. <laughs> you heard that? Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny? It happened to me. Here's what's, what is funny. And talk, obviously, Wayfair is not sponsoring the podcast. Mm-mm. They could, and we would be happy to work with them. Mm-hmm. Here's what's interesting. 
depending on how you talk about a company, like if we were just out here like, oh, wait for your stupid, blah, 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 they would obviously not want to work with us. No, but this is a true story that happened. But if you said either it happened to you or someone told you, oh, sometimes their shipping is a little inconsistent or whatever, that would be a great opportunity for them to actually sponsor the mm-hmm. podcast. And prove it. And, and work with you and be like, here's what we'll do. We'll give all of your listeners like 30% off. They can try it out. They can try it out. And then we'll, we'll send Carla Marie the couch that she wants. And we'll make sure all the pieces are there. Because then you have both sides of that story and you can tell their story better. And I think um, T-Mobile actually did that with us. T-Mobile had a really big call with because they're a huge partner with iHeartRadio. Yep. And we work with them here in Seattle. I love them. And honestly, I'm not saying it's the this. best team ever. It really is, and uh, we, yes, we do get money from uh, T-Mobile yeah, but. and phones. But it's a really the people that we've met there have been awesome. Um, that's not and even their colors I, magenta. Well, yeah, and that, but that's not even what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is we had this big national call where all of the people who endorse T-Mobile with iHeartRadio are on this call, listening to how they want their company presented and some of the obstacles that they have been presented yeah. with, stuff like that. And what I thought was really interesting was they said, you know what you can do? You don't always have to just come, come on the, the radio and be like, T-Mobile is so great. I love T-Mobile. They said, we did research, and there were people who felt that our service a couple of years ago wasn't on par with everybody else. Say that, but then tell them that you're using the phone and yeah. tell them how you, how you are using it and where you're using it. Maybe you didn't get service at Safeco Field when it was Safeco Field. But now that it's T-Mobile and Park. And now that it's T-Mobile Park, it works. <laughs> They were they were really cool about being like honest. Be honest with us. Yeah. Obviously, if you have a friend who has a terrible experience with the company, don't just be like, "Hey, my friend hates T-Mobile." No, but they're <laughs> open to you, go, like us personally, going to them and being like, "Hey, this has happened yeah. happening to my friend." Like any any error or issue that we hear, they're cool with that. It's just and they do great stuff for the community. Like they really do cool events and cool stuff with like young adults and everything that we've worked with them on. And it's just all around like a cool company to be a part of. But I thought that was the important part. I think we often get into this place where everyone wants to be perfect Uh and you can't say no, or you can't say nay to anybody. Right. uh, This girl's doing no November. What does that mean? I'm saying no to everything I'm asked to do that. I don't want to (laughs) do. Okay. So come and work. No, if it's something that I don't want to do and it's not going to affect my job or my team, I'm not doing so, like, it. So give me an example of what no, 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 is it, can I just call it November? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no November. No, no hyphen November. Like, oh, someone needs me. You really want me to come to this event that you're hosting? Sorry. But why wouldn't, like, who's asking you to go to events that you don't want to go to? People in my life. Sometimes, like, and I, it sounds so terrible because, no, like, doesn't. I want to support my friends or different people, but I have, like, I need time to breathe. And I actually yeah. was reading this in Elvis's book just last night. And I was like, no, it, he talks about giving bad advice. And it's, he's like, this might be bad advice, but this is my advice. Basically, it's like stop working is what he says. And he's like, I leave my show at whatever time every day. Maybe it's like 11. He goes, and guess what? I, I, I had an agent who we both know, his yeah. agent, David Katz, he brings him up, who wanted me to start doing all these auditions, and I would do them, and I realized I didn't actually want to do them. I hate it. I love doing radio. And then I get to live my life throughout the yeah. day and then talk about it on my radio show. And I, that is the problem that I think we're both in right now. I realized yesterday that I worked all day, yeah. picked up my car from the dealership, and went home and didn't want to do anything, and I had nothing from yesterday to talk about. But here's what I will say, and I think you hear that from people like Elvis. hmm you hear like people, uh, Charlemagne. No, he talks about how Charlemagne is opposite. No, but Charlemagne will still be like, if I don't want to go somewhere, I'm not no. going to go. 
And I think I, I've brought this up at different times. Elvis is at a different stage in his career where no, he but, can do that. But he brings this up. He's always done this, is what he says. That's not a hundred. I'm not okay. I have to be careful. I'm not calling Elvis a liar. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm sure there were times in his career starting where he needed to make sure he was doing certain things to please the certain bosses and, and I'm do not that. saying I'm not gonna do that, but like it comes to a point where it's like you're hustling so much. Are you living your life? Like yeah. I'm doing my podcast all my t- all the time, and I do enjoy doing the podcast, but it stresses me the f out. And it's not like it's it's fun, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's like I'm not being paid to do that, and that's yeah. fine. I don't always need money, but it's so much time of my life. Yeah, but Elvis also has a team behind him. If Elvis, wa- if if there's a video that is going to be posted to ElvisDuran.com or their YouTube channel, whether it's his assistant Andrew. Uh, Allie, who does a lot of their digital stuff, mm-hmm. back I think they're going to maybe replace producer Jake yep. at some point. Those are three different people who can do that job. Or Garrett can even post videos. Like Garrett knows how to do right. that stuff too. But so that's, not, that's four people on one show that know how to I do the like same job. I like doing that. I do that for us. I post our videos, and I like that part of the job. But when I'm stuck going to stupid shit I don't want to go to, like I can't. Just random events or things that I need to do. It's hard to explain without calling people out okay. and making them feel shitty. I'm not going to do that. Stop using the S word. So it's hard for me to take time to do the things that yeah. I do like or want to do to excel our show when I have to make everyone else happy. Yeah. No, I, I And I am done with that. I totally agree with you. And there are times where I get caught doing things like I've, I was supposed to audition uh, or send a resume to the Seattle Storm. To be part of their broadcast team, not broadcast team, uh, their PA announcer. Yeah, that was like a month ago. Yeah, I, I think it's still open, but I've been pushing that off because I have so many other things to do. But how weird would it be if, like, do you want to do that? Though? I do. Um, it would be really cool. It's a different experience, and it pays, which would be cool too. Um, but imagine like Sue Bird, who's like one of the most famous basketball players of all time, if she scores and you hear me over the PA, like Sue Bird for two. That's gonna be your job. Two points, Sue Bird. You don't get to have fun. I don't know. I think the PA announcer is just like score, like TV timeout. Is this going to be like the time you auditioned to be the halftime guy at UW and got kicked out? That was stupid. I was thinking about that the other day. Why? I laughed. <laughs> Why? Because it was rigged. I don't. It's okay. It was not rigged. The guy that did it was very good. The guy who won or was selected. I don't know, it wasn't a contest. He didn't win. Mm-hmm. But it was basically down to me and him. We had to both audition. And they took him. He was... Very much the, like, what you would suspect or anticipate being the in-arena announcer. He was the guy who had the big voice and, like, I just talk. I don't really have, like, a crazy voice that booms or is super excitable or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. But you still were more fun than this guy. I don't know. Obviously, I was not. He was, like, too much. The only thing that I took a... Not offense to, but the only thing I, I, I didn't like is he got to play more games and his were center stage. Yeah, the two I, that's places- why I was laughing because, like, he got all the games and you had to be like, and here's a ticket holder from 1993 yeah. who's here tonight. Yeah, I did the, uh, which was cool. The first part I got to, um, before the game even started, so no one was really there at the University of Washington Huskies basketball game, I got to introduce two military uh, vets that was really who cool. were there, which was cool. But, again, no one was there to see it, really. It was, it was and then the, the only thing I really got to do, oh, and then I, pl- I I did say hello to one alumni who was a season ticket holder from like the 90s, and then I played one game, but it was in a hallway. 
that was my only issue is this guy got two on-court games and he did like give the whole student section free stuff. He had the fun stuff. Yeah, he did have the, all the fun stuff. Like you got screwed. But he still deserved to win. He was still good. Yeah, well, whatevs. Uh, I'm Carla still mad Marie, about it a year later. Carla Marie has to leave because she has to go take some back shots. Yeah, I'm going to get needles in my back at uh, the doctor. So you have to go do that now? Yeah, it makes my back help. I was thinking about this the other day. It makes your back help? It helps my back <laughs> hurt less because um, the other day I was thinking about how a year and a half ago, two years almost on this podcast, mm-hmm. you made me start doing things for my back. And it is so much better. I It still hurts randomly depending what I'm doing or whatever. But, like, I'm still always doing things to stay on top of it. And that's the thing. If you get ahead of the pain, then you can help make it better. And that's where I'm at now. So? Thank you. What? Thank you. Who? Everyone listening. No, no, no. What was that? Goodbye. Do you have something you want to say, Carla Marie? Thank you. I said it. To? Everybody listening. Would you like to say anything else, Carla Marie? No, Anthony. Goodbye. Thank you, Anthony.